Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Your Weekly Download, a podcast offering you the best information and insight straight from Harrisburg University. Uh, This week on the podcast, I had the opportunity to sit down and speak with Lauren Lewis, one of the program coordinators here at Harrisburg University, and um, the topic was all about writing, you know, how to improve your writing, you know, tips on becoming a better writer and crafting your message. Lauren has a background in journalism, and I think we had a pretty good conversation, and um, she gave pretty useful tips on, you know, what people can do if they're struggling, and anything from creative writing to business writing, and, you know, even for social media. Uh, I want to encourage everybody to go and subscribe to the podcast. You can download it um, on any smartphone for iPhone or Android. Um, Just search your weekly download and you can listen to all of our episodes and make sure you keep up to date with what's going on at the university. Um, www.facebook.com forward slash Harrisburg U. We're on Twitter at Harrisburg U and our university website www.harrisburgu.edu. So here it is, uh, my conversation with Lauren Lewis. So my guest today on the podcast is Lauren Lewis. Lauren works here at Harrisburg University. She is one of the graduate program coordinators. Lauren, how are you doing today? I'm great, Manny. Thanks for having me on the show. Sure, no problem. So today, Lauren and I are going to delve into the topic of writing, you know, how to become a better writer, tips that, you know, college students can use today and how they can, you know, use those tips to successfully craft a message and, you know, improve their overall writing structure. So, Lauren, you told me earlier that you were a writing tutor in college, so why don't you talk to us about your experiences with that and, um, you know, maybe some of the deficiencies you saw in students and the, the tips and tricks you gave them to, to help them along. Sure, Manny. I, as you said, I was a tutor in college, and a lot of the students I saw were international students, but a large portion of the students were just coming from the general education courses. Um, they're you know, English 15, their English 20, that kind of thing. And so a lot of the deficiencies that I saw within the domestic students were ways to really craft their message to make it effective. They had a hard time supporting the argument that they were trying to make and making that argument come through in a clear and concise way. On the other side, an issue that I saw a lot with our international students was there are inconsistencies with English, whether it be with article usage or um, diction, word usage, and it was often hard for them to know what sounded right to a native speaker. So that was something we worked with a lot with our international population. Mm-hmm. So do you feel that, you know, in, in writing that either it's kind of, you know, hit or miss, either you've got the skills, you know how to craft your message, it comes more naturally, or if, if you're deficient and, and you, you know that writing is in your strong suit, do you think that that's a skill that you can strengthen and, and, you know, be more than just subpar? I'd say that it's a little bit of both. I think for the most part, in terms of writing and crafting an effective message, you either have it or you don't. However, I would say that there's a lot of room for growth. So if you're a student who has a talent in putting together an idea and really laying it out in outline format and knowing where you want to go with your idea, then there's no one to say that you couldn't partner with another student to try to craft a more articulate or a more effective message. In terms of the workplace, you see it all the time. You have people 
within the workplace who are naturally better at conveying a message, writing written proposals or persuading a boss one way or another. And then you have those people who come up with the ideas in the first place. Sometimes those people tend to be able to do both, and that's great. But often it doesn't hurt to pass a proposal along to a coworker or a colleague and have them give it an extra run through. So do you see any major differences between, you know, the type of writing that one would do, a student would do in an academic setting versus, you know, what, what you would have to do in a business or professional setting? There are some differences. I'd say for the most part, though, to be able to craft a message that is first articulate, second persuasive, and, you know, third put together in a professional way, whether that's professional for an academic setting or professional in a workplace kind of setting. Those are really the three things I think that make writing in your career and writing in your schoolwork very similar. So, you know, we talked, you just talked about, you know, the collaboration between people, whether they're students or professionals. Um, proofreading, you know, do you, do you proofread your emails and social media posts and things like that before you put them out or, you know, you kind of just give them a, a good once over as you're doing it? I do proofread and I do give the once over, but I'll tell you how I do it. It's always reading things out loud. You will always find mistakes if you read your work out loud rather than if you just skim it over with your eyes. It also never hurts to pass it off to somebody you trust to also give it another one over. So I would always recommend to proofread your work before you submit it, especially if it's going to go into a social media post. Well, that's a good tip. I know I, I never really thought about that. You know, I, I will read things to myself in my head, but I, reading them aloud definitely gives you you know, a better opportunity to, to hear the pauses, to hear where there's breaks in the sentences, or if the, the message doesn't, doesn't come across cohesive at all. Um, do you have any other tips that, you know, you could give to any college students that are listening on, on how to better craft the message and, you know, be, be a better writer? Sure. I like the idea of the TEA writing format. TEA stands for Topic, Evidence, and Analysis. So it's the idea that you put forth an argument being the topic. You back it up with evidence, whether that's numbers, data, um, a quote if you're writing, a, a literature review, anything like that. And then you back that up with your own personal analysis, so why you feel like that related to the argument that you're trying to get across. And that's the best tip that I can use, and it really applies in a number of different settings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's a that's a really good one there. Um, so, and then I know that you know a lot of students in elementary school and middle school, you know, throughout their their career as a student, they're taught the five paragraph you know essay format. And for me, I I always you know kind of steered away from that. I didn't like it. It, it, it almost hindered it hindered creativity for me. And it was it was a structure that was put in place that was just it was too constricting. So, what are your opinions on that? And and is it useful? you know, today in a college setting or for any student to, to really adhere to the five-paragraph essay? I would say broadly that if you are the kind of student who feels restricted by the five-paragraph essay format, which in this case would be, you know, an introduction, a three-paragraph body, and a conclusion, that if you are the kind of student who is going to feel restricted cr creatively, you are not the kind of student who needs that kind of format. If that kind of format helps you to visualize your argument and to see how you should structure 
whether it be a proposal, a class assignment, et cetera. If you're the kind of student where that would be helpful, it's absolute, absolutely a great tool. So do you find it hard to have to switch between the different styles of writing you do, whether that's you know, the, the social media kind of trying to speak more, um, engage with people more, all, more or, you know, the emails, is it hard to switch between all those all the time? Because you, you know, that's a big part of what you do. You, you kind of enter all those realms. So it's professional, it's social media. Is it, is it difficult to kind of switch on and off or is it kind of all seamless? I wouldn't say that it's hard to switch on and off because it's not something that you're switching on and off in that same way. It's really something that you're adapting to. So if you think about the way that you write emails and you're able to compartmentalize that, and if you think about the way that you construct your social media posts you know, on your personal page and the social media posts on your professional page, you're almost putting on a different hat for each one of those encounters. And if you're able to compartmentalize it that way, it's not so much turning on and off those abilities as it is to adapting to each individual environment. Right. And how do you feel, do you think it's important to, to have a voice and a style of your own, you know, in your writing? Absolutely. In, in your own personal writing, absolutely. I would say for your workplace, if you are the person who's putting out the PR or the social media, you need to adapt to the style of that workplace. Yeah, so definitely, you know, you have to take into account your audience and, and where you are and, um, you know, go forth that way. So we, we were talking about, we've had the opportunity to talk about, you know, academic writing and writing in the workplace and in a business sense, but, you know, I think we would we would be not doing our duty here to not talk about creative writing. So do you have any tips or advice you can give those listening um, on how to start or how to pursue you know, their creative writing? I would give two tips specifically. One is to not limit yourself, and the second is to not be afraid to reach out for help. In terms of writing creatively, you know, everybody has the opportunity to sit down, figure out what their passions are, and to lay them all out on the table, or to lay them all out in a semi-articulate manner. I feel though that the more rules that you give somebody around structuring their sentences one way versus another, starting a paragraph in one way or another, whether it's, you know, with a Martin Luther King Jr. quote or a in a world where fill in the blank. There are plenty of tips to give somebody who wants to write creatively, but at the end of the day, most of the authors who are extraordinary creative writers were not writing inside any kind of box. Right. They went against the grain, they challenged the status quo, they they did things that were subversive of their time. And they had editors for it. Right. I mean, that that's where being able to reach out for help comes into play in large part. And especially in the STEM field, I mean, there's so much focus that needs to be put on the data and the evidence and, and the, really the proof in the pudding is the science. And if you can't write in a way that's articulate, that shouldn't limit you from putting your research out there. That's where you partner with somebody who can do it better. Right. And I think that's great that you mentioned, you know, the, the whole STEM field that, you know, obviously this is the university we work at. So students listening to this, you know, that they may not think and they may not understand how important their writing is, especially, you know, in the fields they go into that, you know, they're going to be the leaders in these fields one day and that they need to be able to convey this to a large group of audience, to their, to their peers, to their colleagues, you know, 
maybe even the people around the world. So, you know, crafting a message is, is vital and learning to do that now will help them, you know, along the way in their career. Exactly. And along with that, learning how to find people who are able to do that well. Right. Learning to seek out the colleague who can synthesize information. Learning how to seek out the colleague who has an eye for grammar and an eye for sentence structure. I mean, if you're able to surround yourself with people who are able to help you convey a better message, there's no shame in that. Yeah. And anybody who's made it in the writing career has asked for a lot of help. Yeah. And I think, you know, as we were just talking, I thought of another tip, too, uh, one that I always kept in the back of my mind in college was that, you know, give, give them what they want. Give the audience what they want and what they ask for. So if your professor asks for three pages, five pages, MLA, APA, give that to them. Don't go above and beyond because you think it's going to put you in better standings. They say three pages, give them three pages. Give them what they want. Give them what they ask for. Absolutely. That is not the time to question the status quo. You do what you're told. Yeah, so <laughs> we gave you times to question the status quo and, and when not to. So I think that, you know, all of these tips here will, will definitely maybe help somebody struggling a little bit and, and give them a, a better understanding of, you know, the writing process in general. Um, so as we wrap up, I'd like to give the, the last, you know, thought to the to the guest here. So Lauren, is there any type of, you know, wisdom or, or final thoughts you can, you can give to the listeners, anything within the realm of writing? Sure. I'd like to say that if you are feeling like you want to get started with writing and you're not sure where to do it, blogging, online blogging is a great place to start. WordPress specifically, we use that here at the university. And WordPress can be as anonymous as you choose. So if you are just looking to get your ideas out there and talk to a few friends and see how running your own blog would go, that's a great place to start. So this has been your weekly download. My name is Manny Sanchez. Lauren, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Manny. Mm -hmm.